Welcome back to the Nailing Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Merriman. In front of me, um, two people who are currently talking about uh, Jolly Jumpers and or Juvie, which sound like completely foreign to me. Um, Lily Betcher and Sally DeFreeze. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? What's a Jolly Jumper? Jolly Jumper is like a thing that the baby suspends in and like jumps. You can do it from a door. Oh. Like or, we, we had them like as kids. Okay. We had them as kids, like from the door, and you like hung on this bungee thing and like jumped. Jolly Jumpers is a brand, but then the other thing is, um, you can like have this like stand so that you don't if your doors aren't regular sized doors. I see. Sorry, I'm just cleaning up here. Like, there's a bunch of shit around me, and I just realized it like right when we started. <laughs> oh yeah, clean away. That's Dylan's space the for those listening. While they clean up, uh, you may be wondering what is the mail-in podcast. We do our best to answer your questions. You may run into situations in your 20s or 30s that you need help with, and we're here to do just that. Get a laugh and maybe walk away with something useful. How can you help us out as an audience? Tell a friend about the podcast. Maybe send them a clip. Maybe a segment that makes sense. Hit subscribe on iTunes and follow on Spotify and hit the hotline number to leave a voicemail, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at MailInPodcast. Uh, welcoming back, Lily Batcher. What's been going on in the life of Lily lately? Ooh, Tough question. <laughs> things? Nothing fun, I guess. I went to Cabo last week. That was pretty that looked That looked very tight. Is that uh, Bane's first time in Cabo? Bane's first time international. He's wow. Mr. Worldwide now. He was sure. on Cabeza Watch. He uh, looks kind of like Mr. Worldwide. He so does. Honestly, missed opportunity there for a Halloween costume. Or an Instagram caption. Or an Instagram caption. Mm-hmm. You could Damn edit it. your old one. I could edit it. But no one uh, knows yet. He crushed it. Okay. He loved Mexico, as I suspected. We're going again in January. Fritz is going. I th- I think him and Fritz are gonna tear it up. Really? Yeah. Wow. T- gonna... He took like three hour naps in the afternoon. I was living my best life, having some cocktails. That's phenomenal. It was great. The two vaqueros down there in in Cabo. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, speaking of traveling, have you? I don't know if you guys are aware, but um, Dylan's bachelor party's coming up. And we're all going to Vegas, and the, the the squad is very excited because both of your spouses are attending. We're attending too. We're just going. Oh, really? Yeah, so. Sally and I decided oh, we're okay. gonna go gotcha. take the babies and just post up. Oh, I just post, just post might. up. <laughs> I might. Just March keep... is a hot time in Vegas. It's good for. It's good for us. Bet. Brett? <laughs> is that what you say? Bet. No. Um, um, Drew got that text in the airport on the way back from Cabo mm-hmm. and he immediately responded, I'm in. And I was like, are you <laughs> Bane's gonna... first birthday? I was like, are you going to check with me or like ask? And he was like, I mean, no, I'll make it work. I was like, oh, so you're not even going to just tell me or even like look mm. at the date, see if we have something going on. He was just so, he was that in. He was in. Okay. Like he didn't even, I had to like steal his phone and read the date. He didn't even tell me. <laughs> Wasn't so, even a thought. He was. He's in. Okay, I'm excited. This is my my first time doing Vegas, Vegas. I've been there for one night well, for work. It's unfortunate that Sally and I are not part of it because no Vegas is Vegas without a couple members mm. of the, the young. Sisters. I think the last time you were you were on Lily, we talked about the, your bachelorette party, <laughs> or maybe it wasn't yours, but somebody yeah, else's. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> it's not like we'd get you anything cooler. Yeah, as just, you know, we were having to like like walk around like old. 
losers mm. not getting any attention so it's not like you're gonna miss we're it not would, gonna be able to get you any it would just be add-ons to the the cocktail bill it'd be like well yeah you didn't get them for we free go, we're not gonna like hang out with y'all oh sally like <laughs> is saying where to go there should be you guys should be like, like jokingly said it the other night at their house and now i think sally's like okay what's that what's the movie where there's the cool island and the, like the singles island and the uh, couples you're island about couples retreat yes couples yeah. retreat where it's like we're we're at the like the cool island. Oh, Bali East just... and Bali West, or yes. something like that. Uh, yeah. To be fair, on TV, none of y'all would be at the cool single island either. No, I'm just. We would. <laughs> y'all we would, would also be at the couples island. We would all want to be at the cool singles island because we would want to be cool, and we would not be. We're gonna like this. Ba- this is the first bachelor party I'm going on with like guys in their mid to late thirties. So there's like bu- there's villain. there's built in like <laughs> chill time, which I've never experienced before. Like go in and take like take four hours at the hotel and just regroup. Yeah, I think the, you got honestly, with the golf. The best part about Vegas, quote me on this, is that there are like really, really good blackout curtains and nice beds. So you like you mm. post up and you just have like the best sleep. Like it gets dark as shit in your room. Mm-hmm. You have it's a like a, bed. a way to get away and get some extra sleep. Yeah, <laughs> for, for us, it'll be just me and so me and Klein are just gonna keep keep running. The golf. Y'all are going to be with Drew because Drew Absolutely. does not like to sit down. And like, when I was like, it's not going to be that crazy. Like, half these people are married. It's like an older group compared to like bachelor parties mm-hmm. you've been on before. And he was like, oh, no, not me. I'll be at the casino when they're taking naps. I was like, let's okay. go, Drew. All right. Great. Be me, Klein, and Drew. And then nice. everybody else can be napping. Probably not Will. Will is a nap. I feel not like, like Will's. I took a two hour nap today. <laughs> Are you a big nap person? I am a huge like the worst part about having a kid was not being able to. But nap I also think if demand. you if you mm. aren't a nap person and you have a kid, you turn into a nap person. No, Will still does not nap. Really? He thinks I that like it makes him groggier napping. Mm. Wow. When he wakes up. Sucks for him. Yeah, I'm kind of I, I subscribe to that. No. Where if I when take I was, a thirty minute nap, I'm like toast for the rest of the day. No, no, no. And I don't want that's 30, 30 minutes? minutes? Yeah, you got to be that. an hour. At least an hour and a half. Oh, my God. I want to basically be like a you're, you, Like you're dreaming <laughs> in these nights. Yeah. Second you're night. You're getting like almost the same amount of sleep I would as prefer like a night. good yeah. four-hour chunk of time if possible. That's a night. That is so sleep. long. That's like a full night. If I wake up before an hour, it's upsetting. So no, then after good. two hours, it's too long. No, it's not. Do you nap in your bed or like on the couch? In my in bed. In the bed. You got to go in the bed. Crazy people. You can't go on the couch. That's not a good nap. That's like going to be an inter- inter- interrupted half-ass nap. You maybe, need Maybe that's bed. why I'm not good at napping because I've only Fan ever really on, tried. One leg in, one leg out. Just sleep. like you're going to bed. Just treat yourself like a baby. Get it dark in there. <laughs> put a noise machine on. Uh-huh. Get in your the covers. Cool. And then do you set an alarm or do you just let yourself go? Depends. Just let myself go. Well, she oh probably gosh. sets an alarm sometimes now with Fritz. No, I just have my phone on. Where you can hear him. Yeah. There you go. He's the alarm. Fritz is the alarm. Um, that's nap talk on the Malin podcast. Really talk. You want to do some questions now, guys? Yeah, we got we have a loaded epi. We do, we do. Hello, Brett and esteemed guests. I went to Cabo to celebrate my birthday last weekend. Shouts. Wow. It was wonderful. Last weekend. Last I was weekend. also there. <laughs> so maybe I saw you. It was wonderful. Great food, hit the happening party slash dance spots, and saw some lovely live music. I was feeling great going into Sunday with a flight out later in the evening. 
On the boat ride to breakfast, no big deal, my wallet popped out of my pocket and fell into the marina water. Very sad. Definitely deflating and kind of put a sour taste on my whole weekend. This isn't the first time in 2021 I've had something unfortunate happen while traveling. And even though I'm, I'm not discouraged from traveling altogether, it just feels like you can never do a trip without fucking something up. My question here is, can you take us through an unfortunate travel story? And more broadly, how do you deal with those kinds of hiccups and stay positive without too much trouble in paradise? Thanks. Before, I don't have a good story, but I know Sally does. First things first, rookie mistake booking a late flight out on a Sunday. Ooh. You got to get out like morning, middle of the day. Mm -hmm. You don't take the last flight out. Rookie Early mornings mistake. only when I leave. Now. See, but do you guys do the thing like the Vegas thing where you get a like a six a.m. flight yes, and then yes. you don't and then or you just stay up all night? No, you, you don't, don't stay, stay up, up all night, night but, but you get up early and then you get home ugh. to your bed right. and take a nap. Let me just I tell you, that. leaving Vegas. This is tip for the bachelor party. You got to get on the early flight out because that airport. Oh, I'm sure is it's nuts. the worst airport in the United States. And I would think Cabo is probably not that far off. Like, mm -hmm. last flight out of Cabo before the work week on a Sunday. But the hey, other issue is the further. Agree with that. For some reason, at the Vegas airport, the like, there is an exponential curve of like your flight getting canceled the more minutes that go and by. And all the people mm -hmm. on the later flights are people who were too drunk and missed their first flights. Yeah. So then it's just chaos just getting worse and worse same thing with cabo not that it's like vegas type people but like right. the longer you wait the more chance that it's getting canceled delayed it's delayed and you miss your connection you lose something like mm -hmm. had he been on a flight out early he wouldn't have lost his wallet because he wouldn't have been going to breakfast on marina he would have been on his way to the airport so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i yeah. think this is on Mistake him. number yeah. one is <laughs> last flight on a Sunday. I we just flew back on a Saturday, actually, which I, at the time I was like, man, I could stay one more day. Mm -hmm. But then when we got back, I was like, thank God we have Sunday at home. And I'm not like getting home at 9 p.m. and having to go to work the next day. Well, I think that is a good move when you have like a week vacation. Yeah. If you're doing a weekend, obviously you're coming home Sunday. That's my number one rule for bachelor bachelorette parties. Get the first flight out. Because then you no conveniently Sunday, aren't there when they have to clean up the Airbnb. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I get Sorry. that. And also, no one's that. doing anything. Like, I'm a big FOMO person, but on mm -hmm. Sunday morning when everyone's been wasted for, like, three days, no one's doing anything that you're like, man, I really wish I would have stayed for that breakfast. Like, no one's yeah. doing anything that you're missing out on. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I have a 9 a.m. flight. That's perfect. Okay. Yeah. I don't want the 610. The I 610 hate, like, is rough. Yeah. Uh, I, guess, I guess we need to book those flights for us. Okay. <laughs> Well, I think it's on the 9 a.m. as well. Okay. I told the 610 can be rough, and you don't have to do the yeah. like 2 a.m. red eye. I think that's really intense, too. Very I'm probably intense. Putting, I'm probably going to book Drew's flights and mm. I'll book them on the 610. <laughs> 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 yeah. Don't get too crazy. Okay. Do you have a story? Um, I don't have uh, the only story I have is, is it's like I kind of pride myself on being like a dad in these situations. So mm -hmm. I'm very like, making sure things don't happen but the one time i had like a red eye flight get canceled i had to sleep at the airport yeah. so i slept at a starbucks Ooh. inside the gates on yeah. a starbucks couch oh, but the good thing is like i my flight got canceled so i had the ability to like stay out later uh -huh. it was like an 11 o'clock p.m flight got canceled pushed to the next morning for at like six o'clock so i said okay i'm gonna stay out and that's when i did go right from the bar to the airport Ooh. said screw the hotel 
go to the go to the airport, slept at a Starbucks and and woke up and I was good. But no, I don't I don't really have like any crazy like shitty stories like that because I try to take precautions that so, so it doesn't I happen. I know somebody who was coming home from China. Okay. And was blackout on their like before their oh. flight and he and his friend got on the flight. They were totally blacked out. Unblacked out mid-flight home from China and had no idea like don't remember getting to the airport, had oh, no idea no. if their like luggage but made, they made it, it on. Yeah. Thankfully their luggage was with them, but like they like can you imagine the the scaries if you unblack out on a flight and you're like and there's just like nothing no idea where my shit is nothing you can do for the next 10 hours yeah you're you just, just stuck have to on a plane. sit there oh and a oh. tube i think that's you like, just that's i the think worst you like place to come get drunk again too. oh absolutely yeah. absolutely that's like that's the move is like a couple couple glasses of red wine and an ambient and yeah see you later uh okay you have some good you have i have one with you where you you scratched your eyeball oh i scratched my retina that was <laughs> So a lot of these have taken place on the end of a trip. So and like this guy's at the that point, was kind of early on the trip. No, it wasn't. It was oh, the last, it was last day. day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was with we, you too. We yeah. had to stop at the the eye doctor on the way. <laughs> no, I went with Klein. Yeah. We went to you went to the casino. All of mine have been. I, I, okay, uh, there was a couple times in college where on the way to a trip, like spring break of my sophomore year, we had a a mixer the night before, and I lost. Mm-hmm. My wallet and phone, <laughs> and like was had to get on it. I have a good one of Sally. <laughs> I, I on, <laughs> you almost missed your oh okay. You actually, actually, this oh is the gosh. worst one by far. I was gonna say there's also some bad like poop related ones. Like I got Montezuma's Revenge coming uh. home from your wedding, but that was like right after. And Will had Montezuma's Revenge last year on the way home from Cabo. So did Drew, and he had to. He was like, "I can't physically fly. I'm gonna have to get up and like poop my pants yeah. <laughs> ten times on the flight." <laughs> Don't drink the water in Mexico. Oh One time when God. we were in Paris, my friend literally was like, got s- some sort of food poisoning, and we were flying. It was when I was living in Spain. We were flying from Paris uh, back to Alicante, and she was like white as a sheet and we got to the airport and this was like i mean i don't know 10 years ago we like couldn't print our boarding passes before and there was a huge line and she was looked like she was going to pass out and i went up to the front of the line and basically was like see my friend over there and i like pointed to her she was like keeled over on a suitcase just looking pale as shit i was like she's pregnant and has really bad morning sickness and we need to like really move through security so they Moved us to the front, checked our bags, escorted us through her on a wheelchair. No way. <laughs> oh, wow. Pulled the and card. she was sick for like two more days. Anyway, the story Lily is referring to <laughs> is, I just thought of it here. Where, was, where were we going? I was going to Lollapalooza. That's right. Lollapalooza. I had been in Houston. Uh, I lived in Houston at the time. And the night before, I went out on a grouper date. Remember grouper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And... I pre will, pre will, uh, right? Like a year before will, I think. Um, I had gone on a grouper date, and then ended up at Lil Woodrow's in Houston. Which one? Uh, the one in Midtown. Okay. And I <laughs> ran to a guy that I'd kind of been talking to mm-hmm. for a little bit, who I like, and he gave me the ick. So oh, like, it, it, had was, f- it had fizzled. It did majorly. F- I okay. like hated him the whole time. Oh, okay. But I was okay. bored and. <laughs> Wanted attention. Yeah, sure. Like like 26-year-olds do. Yeah. 
For so, her birthday, he brought her Chipotle and a balloon. <laughs> okay. And she literally like, This is not a balloon. podcast about him. <laughs> she popped the balloon. She was so pissed. <laughs> Lily. Okay. So I got hammered and yep. went home. He apparently brought me home because I was very drunk. And like told my sister, like she is intoxicated. And I was like yelling at him. I was being very belligerent. I woke up at 545 in my bed, in my clothes. I had a 645 flight out of Houston Hobby. Hadn't packed anything. Nothing. I'd packed nothing. So I packed, got to the airport, boarded the flight, still in the A group, all within an hour. Shocking. That's impressive. Shocking. The other thing is my phone was on 2% battery. Okay. This oh. was a long time ago. So I hadn't, I had packed a charger, but it was like in my suitcase. Just hadn't made it to the phone. And I literally sat in the exit row, looked to the guy next to me. And I was like, do you have a phone charger? <laughs> I'm sorry. My phone's like dying. He was like, oh, sure. I'm definitely still drunk at this point. Reeking. Abuse, Hands me yeah. a cable. And then I'm like, do you have a computer I can plug my phone into? Because, <laughs> like, the flight was all you couldn't, like, plug it into anything. It was like a Southwest airplane. Yeah. So he let this stranger let me plug my phone into his computer. And then I got an onslaught of texts from this dude when I landed in Chicago oh. that was like, I have never been treated that way by any <laughs> human ever. And I deserve more. Like, this whole, like, novel. And I just. Guys, I preach on this podcast all the time, like, what a shithead I was in my 20s, which I think has made me grow up a lot. Okay. And I needed those experiences, but I was not a good person in my 20s. He sent me this whole novel, like, about how he liked me, and I treated him like shit, blah, blah, and I just answered, okay. That was it. <laughs> Oof. Better than no answer. Yeah, a, and then that, I literally got off the plane and, like, guy. went straight to Lollapalooza, so yeah. made it. But moral of the story is, don't. Don't go out the night before your flight. Just don't do it. You're gonna lose your shit. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I always do it. You always do why. it, and it, like all of, it's it's really dangerous because you are just begging to like to lose, lose your, your ID. ID, yeah, and not be able yeah. to get. On I the flight. actually don't know if you lose your ID, and you're like in another city or something. What? How do you get on the plane? I have done it before one time randomly, and it wasn't. I wasn't even like out my. Um, ID fell out of my bag and I re- realized it like on the day I was flying home. It was in Tulsa. And so I went early and you like, I had to show them different things. Yeah, like do a bunch of stuff. Yeah, there's ways you can get around. But it, not when but... you're in a foreign country. Ooh. Yeah, no, you, no, no. You need your passport. Yeah, you, good thing you he was, gotta... not his passport didn't fall yeah. out. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Didn't. You have to like go to an embassy. Oof. That's a beating. Consulate. Yeah. No, I don't. I lost my golf clubs. On that a flight sucks. to Canada one well, time, that sucks. but they Did like you get it was just a it was just it, yeah they came like a day later. Oh, so I had to use their set of like beautiful Titleist clubs the first day. Uh, like, at okay. Lily's wedding, yeah. the first day yeah. when we flew to Lily's wedding, my mom and dad, one of them don't really remember who it was, left a garment bag that had my, my dad's dad, tux. No, dad left the garment bag with his tux and mom's handmade oh. mother of the bride mother dress. of the bride dress and in, it was mexico and we like had to bribe some dude to go back onto the plane back through because we'd already been through customs it was like oh. when we were in baggage claim so they like they Dodged ended up getting bullet, it cause... but like he had to like go back through customs some airport dude i was gonna say if i've learned anything in mexico bribes usually are 
That's the That's way how you go. get around there. A couple twenties will go a long way. So I'm saying. Same yeah. with same with Vegas. Yeah. You know what's uh, a couple twenties could help you out with this Christmas season, guys? Gift giving. And you know where I'm going for my gifts this season? Uncommon goods. If you're anything like us, you want to win that best gift giver ever title this year. We've got a secret source for that. It's Uncommon Goods. Uncommon Goods is just right gifts for all of your loves and likes. We're talking moms, dads, teens, in-laws, besties, your one and only. It's not stuff you can find just anywhere. Uncommon Goods has unique and creative gifts, often handmade by independent artists and makers. And they have gift guides, too, to help you match the right gift to the right person. Here's what I found recently, guys. You ever see the, the whiskey or bourbon cocktails that are smoked with, like, the, the wood, like, mm-hmm. at the table? Uh-huh. I have my own smoker, personal individual smoker for cocktails. Are you going to pull that out at the, uh, Mary- the Merriman what? Merriman Christmas Cocktail Hour? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be yeah, pulled out. Are. It'll be pulled out. Wow, can't it's wait. cool. And, and shouts to Common Goods for that. Recently, got on um, to look for some stuff, and they have some the really good Christmas section. I got a little advent calendar. Oh, they have all we'll have kinds of stuff at Uncommon Goods right now. I'm looking at the kebab grilling baskets. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. They're just like baskets for grilling kebabs. We're that have are to easy. bring our own little Uncommon Good to your cocktail. Maybe hour. we need to mm-hmm. have a, a gift, <gasps> a gift exchange, exchange. a white elephant. At the Merriman Christmas Cocktail Hour. Yes. From Uncommon Goods. Okay. I think Uncommon Goods could help us out with and that. And like, I don't think that anybody would come with the same gift. There's so many things on there. You right. know what I'm saying? I, because yeah. they look. Yeah, they, that's the worst. When be, you go to a white elephant and like three people bring the same thing. And you're yeah. like, okay, we already did this. Bottle of tequila. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Guess they what? all want this. Go to Uncommon Goods. Because they look for the products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful, out of the ordinary gifts anywhere. They also uncommon, excuse me, they also uh, offer uncommon experiences. Choose from live online classes in mixology, cooking, flower arranging, embroidery, guys. Oh, we gave up on that. We gave up on that. And more from hand-picked Let's artists and experts. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. So here's the deal. Lily, Sally, to get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com/mail. That's uncommongoods.com slash M-A-I-L for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer, Uncommon Goods. We're all out of the ordinary. I'm in. Let's do the next one, guys. Hey, y'all. I'm throwing an ugly Christmas sweater pre-function for the bars at my house. What wintertime Christmas cocktails would be good to make for an ugly sweater Christmas party? You had one one time at the Merriman Christmas Cocktail Hour. I made a Christmas sangria. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah. Ooh, that's good, Red. Really good. You had you used to make one at Piazza, and it was basically, I mean, it was basically all alcohol. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's like, so what you do okay. is you go get a jug of apple cider at the store, mm-hmm. and then you literally pour- I have a dumb question. A whole handle of Captain Morgan's 151. Oh. R- spiced rum in, in there in a pot in a pot and you and warm you it up heat it up oh so but the spice like rum. cinnamon sticks and shit in there is apple yeah. cider the same as apple juice no there's a difference and what I, is the difference i think that apple juice is more processed not if it's 100 percent juice for 100 percent kids I don't know. <laughs> are you looking it up yeah 
The official description from the Massachusetts Department of Agriculture says cider is raw apple juice that has not undergone a filtration process to remove coarse particles of pulp or sediment. On the other hand, apple juice undergoes filtration to remove pulp and is then pasteurized to extend Less the processed. shelf life. Hello. So more like Sally wins. More yeah. like grainy. It's like yeah, think, right of, think of like orange juice that you just squeeze Pulpy. right out of the shit and it's and it's good to go. Right. That's apple cider. Yeah. Whereas like OJ in a little box. So yeah, basically sugar you, and you do like, like that. one to one parts of apple cider and, and rum and really, spiced rum. Really we would get the one fifty one because we were in like sophomores and yeah, <laughs> I don't think you need to go that far. Like any spiced rum will do. <laughs> you should see this Everclear fucking. Yeah, we got Everclear. <laughs> I mean, spice cider. I'm not like a grain alcohol. Like, and then she would do the like cinnamon a cinnamon stick. stick. Um. It was strong. Another Sally, this year we, she's bringing rubbing alcohol from the hospital. Yeah, like, another thing we, we would go. do <laughs> is uh, hot chocolate and pepper sh- peppermint schnapps. Oh, you ever do a haircut? I mean, not with hot chocolate. That no, would be with, horrible. With, with chocolate syrup, though, that's a fun Christmas thing. Oh, where you lean back in oh, a chair and somebody. I mean, I know vodka. what a haircut it is. Okay. We do it with vodka and like juice. <laughs> you, uh, guys, you guys just like to drink. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was what we did for haircuts. Chocolate thing. syrup. Oh. That's even- <laughs> Oh yeah! Be like, and you're like, they'd be like hard to swallow. Um, well, it's it, it's college, so it's like, oh shoot, it got some on your neck. Let me get that, and it's like, oh, oh, oh so, wow. so it's wow. flirty. This is, this is <laughs> Randy's like, yep, flashback. Uh, Randy's like, good times. <laughs> yeah, I okay. Another one, actually, Sally's coming in hot with the cocktails. Well, Lily was over the other day, and we, I had just gone to Trader Joe's. Oh, this is and good. they do have actually some really good like sparkling apple cider like in cans that you can mix mm-hmm. some stuff in but actually i had gotten some cranberry ginger sparkling like some sort of drink that, that sounds like such a trader joe's drink yeah no yeah it's the cranberry there's like three flavors cranberry ginger is like the one that's right. like red and, okay. and so and then you put your alcohol of choice in there mm-hmm. probably something light vodka. you know probably a vodka make a little punch put some cranberries and cinnamon stick in there festive then you're cooking yeah. Sally and I drank those also while we were pregnant last year and pretended like they were cocktails. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Um, what's your favorite Christmas beer? Uh, right now we have, well, it's Shiner's here. Sure. Mine too. It's too sweet. Uh, but right now we yeah, are rocking with some Anchor Steam Christmas Ales. Ooh, I, I, great packaging on those. So we, last year they like Christmas sold out sales. before really we could good. get any and Will loves them. And mm-hmm. so I bought a pack like a couple of weeks ago and then I just got two more that are just sitting in our fridge ready to be. Got to stock up. Have to have one of those. Got to stock I, up. I had also said recently on the podcast that Accumulation by New Belgium is like my absolute favorite, but mm-hmm. I it's Christmasy or just in general? It's like a white. It's a IPA. winter beer, yeah. Or winter. It's a good ski no beer. one loves a Shiner holiday cheer like Harry Young. Oh yeah, he, he sends a picture the first time he drinks one every year. I do that and with he, shipyard. Like a lot heads, of people so can drink it. like a couple. Yeah. Harry can drink like a full six pack and more, and like all night of Shiner cheer. And me and you are always oh, like, that's a lot of cheer. It's a lot of. It's a lot of flavor. Uh, calories. Yeah. yeah. Like usually I switch to like a Yangling. I think or something. you like need one. I also like... think, you know, for the people who might not want something as crazy, just a nice glass of champagne with a couple cranberries in mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Always uh, that That's always easy. works. That's Absolutely. easy and no one doesn't like it cuz it's not like a flavored thing. It's just cranberries in the glass. Yeah. So have some fun with it. Get get a couple, have some beer for like the people that just don't want to get crazy. Have something peppermint related, have something chocolate, hot chocolate maybe like that. 
I have a haircut. Neck for Brett. Yep. <laughs> for Brett. Bring me back. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to bring these to the the Merriman, the MCCH. Is it the third annual? Well, well, we it, didn't have one last we did, year because well, of COVID. Tough, tough. Well, and three of the women were pregnant. <laughs> it's also true. You didn't go last year. We didn't have one. We had a Christmas party. I'm talking about the, the Merriman Christmas, Christmas cocktail, cocktail hour. hour. It was unfortunately canceled, and so it'll be the second Alyssa annual. would have been pregnant at yeah. the cocktail hour, so. Just no. saying. We're doubling down this year. Yeah. That's, that's happening. It's going to be the Merriman Christmas cocktail. Uh, Double hour. Double hour. <laughs> Let's do the next one, guys. Uh, hey, Mel and crew. I'll keep this one short and sweet. Spoiler alert, it's not. But it's a pretty juicy one. I think I know that I'm majorly attracted to my buddy's girlfriend. Some might even say I have a crush on her. To preface, I'm in a very happy relationship with a beautiful girl who challenges me and makes me excited for my future. It's also a very healthy one with loads of communication, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. But... For some reason, though, I can't fight the infatuation I have for this other girl. Her and I get along great, and some would say I get a little flustered when talking to her, and I do think she's very attractive. I would never pursue these feelings I have for her, as it would be majorly inappropriate, one, and two, like I said before, I wouldn't trade my relationship for the world. I just wanted to know if these feelings or this infatuation is something normal. Have either of you been in a similar situation? I'll shut up and listen. Thank you. Yikes. 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 Um, I think, like, just straight off the rip, I think attractions, that's normal. normal. Like, mm-hmm. you can think somebody's good looking. You can think somebody's Infatuation, engaging. Maybe Infatuation is where you cross the line here. I agree. Part of me wonders, like, I mean, the way he's describing her, he sounds like he's, like, really in love with her. her. Yeah. <laughs> that, I think, is a little concerning. For me, I'm like, I think people get confused when they have chemistry like relationships with somebody that's not their partner okay and that they're attracted to and that they're attracted to and i think one when you add physical attraction in and you have good rapport with somebody mm-hmm. that can make things confusing and i think people are so used to like okay if i like can bounce off somebody and i find them attractive like i have to like society says them. like ooh that's crush stuff right and it's hard for your brain because that's how you've like put all of your relationships that maybe you feel this way about a person and like really y'all just have a good friendship. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what's happening here, but I do think that there is a chance that like maybe she's just one of those people who's like enigmatic and like easy to talk to and fun and cute. And that's confusing him a little bit. Sure. I will say this. Uh, there, there's like a guy that I went to college with who's like just so charming. Like he's just like one of those like charmers. When you're around him, you're just like, oh my God, like conversations rolling. He's like so like – he's one of those people who like touches your arm when he's talking to you and you, like you just seem very like in the moment with him. Right. I don't feel that way about him now. I obviously, I haven't even seen him in a few years. But like in college, he had a girlfriend the whole time. But you're always like, ooh, okay. But it was like that's just his personality. Mm-hmm. Like he's like yeah, that I, with everyone. I think people are just flirtier too, and it's like it. It's not as concerning if you're just like if that's your personality. Like she might just be kind of flirty with other people, and like she thinks nothing of it. But he's like, oh, she's like kind of into me. Like we really. Are hitting it off, and mm-hmm. we have a lot of chemistry, right? So I think that can get confusing. Or he legitimately 
I mean, it sounds like he really likes her. I yeah, he's like, I get flustered when I talk to her. That's like a, that's but another level. But he also level. could be getting flustered because he's like, oh no, am I? Like, that's true. There's I like have there's this kind yeah. of chemistry with her, and I'm like kind of attracted to her, but I also yeah. love my girlfriend, and it's my and friend's I'm flustered friend. because it's my friend's friend, and I'm flustered talking to her. Her friend's girlfriend is what I mean. Yeah. yeah, that could totally be the case too. Like, um, he's just. I don't know. I don't think it's normal though to. I, well, let me let me say this. I do think there's like an element of grass is greener, where it's like the what Correct. if game. Absolutely. Yeah. So that can be contributing. Yeah, like you could always have if you have a serious relationship. There's always could be people that you talk to that you're like, oh wow, I really get along with this person. But it's like that doesn't mean totally anything. I I think the grass is greener thing is also like really important because it sounds like he's having interactions with her that like. Obviously, they're not, like, bickering or, like, especially because they're not, like, getting to know each other. There haven't been any, like, red flags or, like, situations that they've he's been put in with her where he's like, oh, I don't know if I like that. Probably mm-hmm. they're all social situations where, like, she's, like, they're having chemistry and she's on one. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So you don't get the, like, mundane monotony of The, the sucky someone. parts that you're like, oh, this isn't that bad, but, like. He's not getting that with her. Yeah. I think this could be possibly just very, like, innocent until it crosses the line of, like, are you, like, fantasizing about her or, like, picturing her when you're having sex with your own girlfriend? <laughs> that's probably str- not, not, like, that's probably crossing the line. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely crossing the line. At that point, you yeah. should probably look into it a little further. Right. I'm, I'm curious as to, like... You guys mentioned the the only get like the the good parts. Mm-hmm. The, so like, I want, are they like talking on the side? Like, she, yeah, are they are they like, each other's emotional well, what shoulders to cry on? What, type I'll, of thing? what else I'll say? I think knowing that you have these feelings for her, and you are in a good relationship where you care about your partner and you also care about your best friend, you need to be careful and probably not let it cross the line into inappropriate. Like I wouldn't go out of the way to like talk to her separately by herself or, like, text right her on the side like you said especially not that you can't people can't be friends with members of the opposite sex or people they're attracted to when they're in a relationship but mm-hmm. at the same time like you have to realize the boundaries of like you don't want to be putting your yourself or her or your partners in a situation where maybe you took it too far so like mm-hmm. keep it platonic interact with her when she's when you're around your friend or y'all are all in couples together, but I really wouldn't let it go in a situation where the two of them are by themselves. Yeah, and I think the one of the things he can do is recognize that, like he's he's kind of dancing around this problem. Like recognize it. Like yeah, I'm I'm attracted to her. I think the grass is greener, and realize that that is fueling a lot of this. Right. Where and it's I'm wanting what I can't have. Right. That that is totally part. I of this also whole thing. think just give it time because like a lot of times mm-hmm. the new shiny like attractive person, you're like oh my gosh, like they're so attractive and. We're, we have a lot of chemistry and we're flirty, but then like as they get to know each other more, odds are it'll probably go away. Well, I think this kind of – people have these types of relationships with other people. We often see it, and I think we're going to talk about this later, with people having like a work wife or work husband mm-hmm. where you um, are maybe attracted to this person, you have good chemistry with them, and you have all this shit in common because you work together. Sure. But that being said, like you don't do stuff with them outside of work – and you have to remember, like, oh, I, I'm so close to them because we are in, like, we are in the trenches together. Whereas with this girl, it's like, 
it's different because you happen to know her in a different setting than like work or school or whatever it is that you do when you're not at home. Um, I just think don't let it cross the line and Mm -hmm. this is fine. Like it's okay to be attracted to other people that aren't your significant other. Yeah. It's not okay to like feed into it because you like her. Like it's okay to like her and think she's attractive and funny and cute. And get along and 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 maybe stumble on your words because you're attracted to her. Good good banter. But you good Good banter. But you don't want to be like trying to text her one off to like have conversations. I think that's the line. That's when it gets a little nefarious. You're like, "Mm." yeah, like you're trying. Like, would you rather have your significant other be like attracted to somebody and be like, oh, like she's hot or he's hotter, and be like, oh, we get along great, or like texting them on the side and they don't really let you know right. in person that you think they're attractive or they think somebody else is attractive. Right. I'd, I'd like, I'd prefer the physical, like fun oh, attraction yeah. versus the, the emotional, and emotional, like, and like your yeah. partner knowing it. Like, right. Yeah. Oh, he's so hot. We like, we're always so flirty. But yeah. Like, and, but he, he's a loser, you know? Right. <laughs> like whatever. But then like if, if I find out that you were, she's like texting, texting yeah. on the side, it's like, okay, that feels like a different, serious. yeah. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, best of luck out there. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's I, or excuse me, it's normal. Infatuation is not normal. Check yourself. But it might not be infatuation. You right. might just be feeling that because you feel guilty that you have mm-hmm. this attraction. Circumstantial. We'll put it that way. Yeah. You know what? If if he steps out in his Rothies though, well, look over. out because it's just game over. Oh no. She might just she might just go for him right then and there. Rothies is now selling men's sneakers and men's driving loafers. Are you kidding me? Even more big news, Lily. They just launched premium merino wool shoes for fall. You know what I'm rolling up to Thanksgiving in this year? My Rothy's premium merino wool shoes with little tassels on the front. And it looks awesome. Merino wool is nature's perfect material. Soft, comfortable, machine washable, and sustainable. Available in cool colors and classic styles you'll want to wear everywhere. Looking good and feeling good just got easier. Unbeatable comfort, which I can attest to personally. They're the only shoes... I have no problem stepping out in with no socks on and like not coming home at the end of the night with my feet beat up. They're incredible. They're just comfy right out of the box. Don't you hate it when your white stinkers get dirty too? Guess what? With Rothy's, you just put them in your washing machine. Game over. Stains are gone. Uh, if that wasn't enough, Rothy's just launched their first ever collection of accessories for men. Talking wallets, talking carry bags, talking card cases. Rothy's has all your everyday carry essentials. No more worrying about keeping your wallet clean or on the boat in Mexico after weeks of wear. Rothy's wallets are fully machine washable as well. Rothy's offers elevated style that's better for the planet. All thanks to their innovative processes and materials, Rothy's men's shoes are made from 100% recycled materials, even the laces. No wonder why Rothy's best-selling men's shoe, the driving loafer in Navy, gets a five-star review from almost every customer. Sally, have you seen Will rocking his his Rothies around? I have. Yeah, they're tight. They're I have really two nice. pairs. Are I have they the navy. No, his are the white. bone one. Yeah, they're with the green. Bone. Yeah, I was gonna say white, but they're not bone. They're like, I mean, they are bone. They're not white. They're like an off white. They're not cream. They're an off white. They're an off. They're, yeah, I think it's literally called bone yeah. with the green tassel on the back or the yeah. blue one. I can't yeah, remember. What I think got. his are blue. I got the the all white ones, and they're just fresh. they're fresh. They're fresh and. The merino wool driving loafer with the tassel on the front. Ooh. To help you welcome Ooh. fall season in style, Rothy's is doing something special. That's right. 
they gave us the chance to share this super rare opportunity with our listeners for a limited time. Right now, get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash mail. That's rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash M-A-I-L. Head to rothys.com slash mail to find your new favorites today. Let's go to the next one, guys. This is easy. Mail. All uh, everything's mail. All everything's just mail. I just have to. It's M A I L. Right. Mail. Right. Mail. 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 Hey guys, this is my first time hosting a friendsgiving. I've been to plenty, and I know I've, I'll. Well, I'll get through the question first. So I've been to plenty, and they have all just kind of blend together. What do I need to do as a host to make sure that people are enjoying themselves? but also bringing enough to the table so it's not all on me to make the fun happen. Like, do we have a perfect number of people? Thanks. So, Sally, can I spoil this? Mm -hmm. Sally and Will are doing an episode of Scaries, Sunday Scaries, later on, that involves like the food part of Thanksgiving, right? And the the entertainment around Thanksgiving, movies and shows and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to talk like the social Friendsgiving aspect. Is that kosher? That's totally fine. Okay. I have some tips. Lily actually hosted a Friendsgiving. I hosted a couple, actually three in a row, and oh, then cool. currently don't have a home to do so. So next year, mm. I'll bring it back. You'll be invited. Thank you. Um, he, I think if you're hosting the Friendsgiving, here's what you're responsible for. Okay. The turkey. The turkey. And uh, coordinating what dishes people are bringing. Okay. Because here's where, if you don't want seven people bringing mashed potatoes... We got to mix it up. People mm-hmm. need to bring different shit. So you bring a turkey or get a turkey or whatever. You make the turkey. I think one year we got it from Luby's. I got it from um, Ho- Hoover's. Oh, yeah. Some random restaurant. Some random place on the east side. Great turkey. Okay. And also, I think with the turkey, the gravy. Yes. You're in charge of turkey and gravy. Everyone else brings the sides. You need to... Um, coordinate with everyone so put them all on a text mm-hmm. being like hey message on here what you're bringing call dibs if there's enough people then like two people can bring potatoes okay or different types of potatoes mm-hmm. yeah because sure. one year one year years i think i brought scalloped and somebody else brought mashed mashed uh that's that's solid i'm a big scalloped potato guy, yeah so. delightful um and then also as the host you're in charge of like obviously utensils the utensils plates etc are you okay? Cups. Let me ask you. Unless about... someone offers to bring those, then that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Like it depends on how nice you want this to be. Like if you're gonna have twenty people and you're all gonna be sitting at outside tables, then you need to supply everything. I mean, or somebody can bring that stuff. But if you're having like a nice a sit down, down dinner, then, then that's probably your your shit. So how about booze? I think I always, in my experience, yeah, you bring a dish and a booze. Okay, as the host though. Oh, as the host, you provide like some wine or something, but you have people bring. I mean, again, like Sally said, if it depends how nice it is. If you like want to supply that all and you have like these cocktails you want to make, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, people want something like everyone wants to drink different things. And in my past experience, where you get pretty boozy mm-hmm. and we always ran out of like the wine that just like the couple people would bring. So I always said, There'll be this and this, but if you want something else or, you know, here's what I like. If you can, bring a bottle of red wine. Yeah. I like the host doing the turkey gravy and also 
a festive cocktail. A cocktail. Like we just talked about in the last question. Question. Like maybe a like a apple margarita or like Ooh. a a sangria mm-hmm. or a fun cranberry whatever drink. You do that and then you tell everyone like bring a dish and a bottle of wine. Yes. Got it. So you are or beer. In, you're you're or soliciting beer. booze. Yes. Like that's for like the Merriman Spooky Monster Ripper for example. That's like my worst nightmare to run out of booze. Right. But so I what I decided was I'm going to have enough beer for everybody. I'm going to have enough wine for everybody and then buy like one bottle of of tequila, one bottle of whiskey and when that runs out that's out. Like I'm not I'm right. not trying to cover everybody's ass on on hard liquor. I think, now, I think friends- that's a little different because that's people aren't going to that party to like eat and drink. True. They're going Very true. to drink. So like the whole Entertainment is basically like that you're providing is the alcohol. Well, and right. you're throwing a party versus I feel like a Friendsgiving is more of a potluck, a potluck. situation. Uh, okay, that's totally fair. I, well, I see that. You can have a Friendsgiving where you make the whole meal. I mean, mm-hmm. that's fine. Sounds stressful. But I think that, that yeah, most no of the chance. time, Friendsgivings are more of a potluck feel. So I think yeah. it's okay to ask people, bring a dish, bring some wine or beer. Yep. Um, it's also an easy thing for like the guys to bring. A lot of times, like when we've had mm-hmm. them. Well, we'd have guys that were coming that were like, I don't want to make anything. Like, yeah. And I'd way rather you bring two bottles of wine, wine than like mm-hmm. Hawaiian spring rolls, although they are delicious with the bat- Yeah, I was going well, hang <laughs> on a second like, there. The slander for the like, Hawaiian dinner I'd rolls. I'd rather you bring some – Hawaiian spring rolls is a bad example because they're delicious. You, why are you calling them spring rolls? Yeah, dinner a rolls. spring roll is a – A spring roll is like a uh, They're called appetizer. Hawaiian spring rolls. No, they're no? called Hawaiian dinner rolls. Oh, dinner rolls. Well, whatever. Spring rolls <laughs> like, a, like one of those that's wrapped like... up in rice paper with like a shrimp on it. Oh, spring roll. Like a, a yeah. Japanese roll. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I was calling that. <laughs> I was like, Hawaiian spring rolls also sound tight. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, they those are. Sound but... Good. Um, but you're always going to have some people that like are like, I don't want to make anything. No, so but that's, those are the people I'm like, okay, then you either bring. Two bottles of wine or the napkins or ice. Right. Or... That's your other part as host is coordinating this. So when you have like the dumb work friend dude who doesn't know what's going on, you you go, go to the store, get a bottle of red wine and get a pumpkin pie. Like store bought. Or, or a case of beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally so easy. Most of the girls will spring to action, do something. <laughs> Damn. And then the, well, maybe. I know, I know. But like that's just typically. My friends are the ones who are like, although there's sometimes guys who are like, oh, I have this like awesome, awesome like, I want to do this. I will say too, we've even gone so far as to we make a um, like survey, th- not a survey thing, but like a, a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And everyone, like a Google you hop sheet, in, yeah. And everyone can pop in. And it was like, Erin, <laughs> she's very organized. She like had every dish and mm-hmm. then like, Two bottles of this kind of wine, too. And, like, everyone, you could sign up for multiple things. Oh, okay. Um, but it's like then, a registry. But then, like, the week before, it did help because the week before, it was like, okay, no one has signed up for these four things. Right. Then the host mm-hmm. knows, okay, I have to provide those. Here's something got else it. you got to remember. Hit me. Giant serving utensils. People oh, don't yep. bring their own normally. And you need, like, your regular spoons aren't going to cut it. So go to the store and get, like, a couple big spoons amazon has like six plastic ones for like a dollar right do that and maybe like a couple forks to the turkey with their tongs or something because every time at thanksgiving you don't like, want to scoop the green bean casserole with a with like a tiny spoon. fork yeah you can't be doing that so don't forget that 
you know what? Like, I'm thinking of every fun friends gaming friends. Excuse me, friends gaming I've been to. If we're not on like silverware, like or, or actual plates, you know the the fake crystal plastic looking plates. Yeah, yeah. That's like synonymous with friends giving to me because they're yeah. like upgrades over plastic plates, oh, but they're yeah. not like full I always on. Got the Amazon ones that have they're like they're like heavy plastic, but then like a gold rim. Yeah, yeah. you know oh, they're yeah. still cheap, but then elevate like, it. You know, elevate your plastic. Uh, and then you can all be. We dishware. always played that. What's that game? Fishbowl. Fishbowl. Absolutely. You have to play that. It's fishbowl. It's like a charades. Uh, I'll, I'll, oh charades. I'll briefly give. The, <laughs> oh yeah, we have VGSD of the charades. Briefly, synopsis. Everybody that's there puts in three pieces of paper, a person, a place, and a thing. You write them down on paper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The first, you you separate into two teams, and it's just every other. So, like, you and mm. I would be on a team, Sally, and whoever's next to you would be on a team. Every mm. other. First round is you explain it, like catchphrase. Got it. Second round, and it's 45-second intervals, so you just keep going until you're out of papers. Second round is one word. So you explain. Charades. Charades is the last round. Oh, okay. The, it's the same words. So, like, we put all the words in. We do them catchphrase style. Then you put all of them back in. Then mm-hmm. you start again. One word. So if I'm explaining you, you know, and I explained you, and I said, wash media, Runs the mail in, blah, blah, blah. Then the next one, I could just say ginger. Damn. You could That's just say strawberry blonde. Saratoga. Saratoga. Whatever yeah. I could say, you know, but it's only one word. <laughs> okay. So, Sally, I would also say ginger. And then the third round is charades. I see. But like, it's the same really, word. So you like cool. start knowing start what's in the bowl. Like I know Brett's in the bowl. I know Wash is in the bowl. Uh, so it's like Brett. counting cards almost. Like the only issue like... when we did it with you is that it was a lot of work people and y'all had all these work inside jokes. Yeah. And, Will uh, and I were like, it was what? a lot of work inside jokes. So then there, it's also fun to do a themed version, but then you get a lot of the same stuff in there. Like seven people put turkey if you yeah. do Thanksgiving one. I yeah. see. There's I, also a naughty one. You could do a naughty one. A naughty fishbowl. <laughs> naughty fishbowl. Uh, Fish one last nets. thing I'll say as the host, limited oven space. So that's... Oh, nice questions. Okay. Lily? I was going to say, everyone... In my old house, it was like 900 square feet, and I had obviously one oven. And like everyone would bring in, they'd be like, Hey, can I pop this in the oven? And, and I'm like, uh, Sure. But like now everything is untimed. So if you can bring things as cooked. warm as you can, right. cooked for sure. Oh my God, absolutely cooked, but yeah, yeah, warm yeah. to where they probably won't need to be put in the oven. Were you there to hear that Reagan put the rolls in the oven? And they were uncooked. ruined Friendsgiving. It, it, they were like uncooked oh, rolls. No. They had all this butter. She put them in there, and it ste- the butter like dripped onto the bottom yeah. of the oven, and it like basically caught fire. We were all outside, and we walk in, and it is like full steam, oh, like or no. smoke. It was a disaster. You can also request that people bring stuff in a pro- crock pot and plug in it. Yes, yeah, oh, crock- potatoes, cream crock corn, all, a lot of that stuff. Can all be of in that stuff bring in the crock pot. And I love you can it. Just warm it up. Yeah. Um, the last question on that question would be, what entertainment do you need to provide? Like, are you are you deciding we're going to play fishbowl? Are you playing quiplash, for example? Like, I think yeah, you have a couple games or like cornhole or something yeah. like that. Okay. Oh, like I like an outdoor game. Like, if you cornhole. we're lucky in Texas where you can kind yeah, of do, in that. Texas, mm-hmm. you can do that. Where in New York it was like, no, you're Too not cool. going outside. Also, depending but, so. if it's like on a Sunday, you could have football on. Yep. Right. Um, but I think you have a game. And sometimes by the end, no one wants to play the game. Everyone just right. wants to like drink and stuff, but you have it as an option. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think we covered that one. Yeah, I think so. I'm excited. I'm, I'm well, honestly jealous that I'm not having one this year. 
Damn. Because now that all the talk is getting me pumped. <laughs> um, let's do this one, guys, which is similar. Uh, hey, guys, you're at your in-laws for Thanksgiving. Who gets oven priority for the sides you bring? Like, can I sub out her grandma's green bean casserole that only two people eat for my purple potato mash that was the first side gone last year? Whoa, shots fired at grandma. Shots fired. Yeah, wow. Who gets oven priority? Like, grandma keeps oven priority. Yeah, I mean. Until she kicks it. I She's got the oven. priority ovens. is also how good the dish is lukewarm versus hot. Yes. We we tend to have to deal with this at our family Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Shockingly, we're only a one-oven family. But we Huge have by lovely Jules. neighbors. But usually we have <laughs> She's neighbors. Like, I'm going to run to Kathleen's and pop this in the Yeah. Oven. Last oh, year, wow. I was like having to go to Kathleen's and like burn my Six hands. Times. I didn't have any evidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, and it wasn't You were pregnant close. too, right? Sometimes I was pregnant like, and I was <laughs> recovering from COVID. It was a I great would, like, time. I run back and forth and like. Put them in the passenger seat. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it, it's like not like two blo- two houses down. It's like a few blocks away. So again, <laughs> here's here's where it gets, what would happen is usually we host at my mom's house. We're, we've cooked everything through. And then usually Natalie shows up. She's made a couple dishes. Those need to go in the oven. A lot of times. I, I'm always cream corn. So that's the crock pot. Mm-hmm. I think here's what is the deal. And I think I'm going to have to tell Natalie this this year. Uh-oh. You oh, got to no. cook the rolls b- b- beforehand. They need to be cooked before, and you, you can pop them in for a minute. You better keep those warm suckers warm, though, because that's how they stay fluffy. Well, and- right. And, like, you want them right out of the oven, but, like, it's it's a lot cooking bread. You can't have a dish that has to be fully cooked. Right. And except the for, reason like, the is because yeah. of how much you're opening the oven, it's not staying at a constant temperature. If you have it set to 350, but you're opening it every five seconds to put shit in I and out. I believe mom has one oven. It's like, it's going to be at 295. That's not right. enough to cook bread correctly. Um, so I think what you do is you take the turkey out and then go all, all the side dishes go in to like heat up for 20 minutes while you cut the turkey, while you cut the turkey. Gotcha. And like Lily and said, turkey honestly doesn't have to be like piping hot, right? Right. So, yeah. Like Lily when said, you gravy it that shit up anyway, it. it's like yeah. heat the gravy up and that yeah. reheats your turkey. It depends on what the dish is. Will like determine its necessity of being warm. Like green bean casserole and mashed potatoes need to be warm. Stuffing, mac and cheese doesn't need to be that warm. Yeah. yeah it, Although you, warm stuffing is like, oh. it's all means all one yeah. to be warm, but. No the offense. Cold, I get that. I get that the purple potato mash was a banger, but <laughs> it, you can't kick out another, grandma's. Another grandma purple gets, potato yeah. mash. You can pop some gravy on that and rewarm it. it yeah. Grandma's. What was it? Uh, green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. I mean, I guess you know, if you're like me, you're putting gravy on everything. But yeah. but green bean casserole. You can't have that cold. And that's just a slap in grandma's face to be like, sorry, no one. You gotta wait till she dies. Grandma gets the oven. Or like, yeah. let, let me just put that out there. Don't don't even try. Or Honestly, else you will. I at Will's house, we've done Thanksgiving with Will's family a couple of times, and I one year made green bean casserole from scratch. It was toyed. Uh another year I made scalloped potatoes mm. that we had to do at somebody else's house because they were what like wasn't a giant. as tight was the we tried to go healthy and did green beans wrapped in bacon <laughs> instead of green bean casserole mistake that green mistake. beans wrapped in bacon Lame. like just like you know little bundles yeah. we oh, like, oh, this yeah. is health and it was no one ate them that was yeah. a mistake so <laughs> if you can try to like if you're 
coming from the same city, try to like take it out of the oven right before wrap it in a blanket in the car and like keep that heat in. Cause, but I, what I was saying is when I've done it at Will's house, like I know I'm the guest here. Will's Mm -hmm. dad is making the meal. I'm not taking priority. When he gives me the green light, like, hey, do you want to stick this in the oven to warm it up? I'm like, cool. I got it. Yeah, you wait. You wait your turn. You don't, you don't go in there being the guest and be like, I need oven space. I need two shelves. (laughs) 375. I need 375 only. This is a large, weird shaped pan. (laughs) You can't do that. Another veteran move okay if if you have a grill bring um, it in those silver the n- silver trays that i can hear putting stuff in the grill yeah 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 to warm it. like green bean casserole can be in one of those you can transfer it to an ice dish if you want to yeah you're just trying to keep it the heat contained you yeah. know what i really want to do is speaking of that big like you can tin also stick dish. one of those in a cooler keep it heat contained yeah heat contained i want to do the what's the when you like the queso the smoked queso that people do with oh, those big the grill, tins on the grill. And they just put it oh. on the tin and then they're just like let putting it sit. brisket in yep. there and let it sit. Oh, that looks so good. Yeah. I've never done that in Texas. I need to do that. Yeah. I'm hungry. <laughs> you know what you need at your mom's house or your mom and dad's, Sally? Post-Thanksgiving. Post-Thanksgiving. Especially. You need a tushy in the bathroom. Yeah. I want to give my family and friends something more memorable than a gift card this holiday season, but it can be tough to think of a meaningful gift. I want to give something useful yet unique. Cool yet eco-friendly, techy, but actually affordable. Hello Tushy bidets tick all the boxes. Buying a lot for family members? Hello Tushy bidets are a great gift for your eco-conscious cousin, neat freak sister, farty dad, and anyone who poops. We all deserve a better clean while contributing to a healthier planet. Let's talk about the gift that keeps on giving, the Hello Tushy bidet. It cleans your butt way better than wiping and cuts your toilet paper use down by 80 percent saves trees and all the thousands of gallons of water used to convert them into toilet paper and comes with a book full of poop jokes my butt is in love i just i i set up the to- you set up it up in like eight minutes the other Boom. thing you mentioned yeah. christmas gift this is actually really good as a gift exchange gift because mm. it's like a conversation starter sure it could go white el- it could skew white elephant because of the like the poop jokes but honestly it's <laughs> useful in like just a regular old gift exchange like people people aren't going to think of it and their minds are going to be blown and you're going to win the gift exchange 100% percent. oh i got a koozie uh, no you got a tushy you got a tushy you got a hello tushy bidet you ever see like if a bird poops on you poops on your car are you just going to wipe it off with a piece of paper? That's disgusting. No, you're going to put water residue. on it. Right. Yeah, so why would you, why would you do anything different tushy, downstairs? Going back. Yeah. Why would you do anything different downstairs? No electrician or plumber needed. Like I said, it installs in less than eight minutes, and there's no like funky stuff going on. There's no, it's not technically difficult. It's just you pop it in and go, and then go. Make the restroom your best room with a complete Tushy system, including the Tushy bidet attachment, ottoman, toilet brush, and tushy, tushy stand and tissues. Join the millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now who take care of their Yule Lodge the dignified way. Give the gift of a clean bum to yourself or your loved ones this holiday season and get 10% off plus free shipping right now at hellotushy.com slash mail-in. Tag us and at hellotushy on social media so we can celebrate your clean bum. That's hellotushy.com slash mail-in. For ten percent off and free shipping, uh, you want to do the last question, guys? Yeah. Yes. My boyfriend told me he wants to have a work wife. 
He works in PR with all women around our age, 25, many of whom are single and who he talks about. He said he wants someone to support him and always have his back. I have done everything I could to support him, and he said so, but he said a work wife is a normal thing to want. This is after he has said he doesn't want to support me through tough times at my job. I have to ask him to ask me how my day was. What do I do? Red flag. This is a red flag. Yeah, this is odd. It would be one thing if he just had a work wife, like naturally, like you were saying earlier, like, oh, we worked together for three years and ha ha, it's my work wife, we're friends at work. But like to ask to have one, wants to like recruit one, won't support her, won't ask her how her day is. It's weird. Like, this That's is like women weird. being like, <laughs> I really want a gay best friend. Like, okay. Do you think maybe a gay guy doesn't want to be friends with you? Have you thought of that? <laughs> like, I, I don't. How are you? Probably like, you it's offensive to him. Maybe goes, he, like, wh- who's, what is the girl he works with? Like, he's like, hey, do you want to be my work wife? Yeah, yeah. no like, one at no. work. It's like, okay, maybe you have a work wife or a work husband that's like, you just have worked together and you like jokingly yeah. call each other that. You aren't like going out there being like, okay, it's my second day on the job. Who's gonna be my work who's husband? Got me. <laughs> Kimberly, who wants, to, who wants to match up? I've been noticing you in the hallway lately. You want to yeah. link up as work married? No. What That's the? so weird. Sarah, G-chat me later. I want to talk work wife stuff. <laughs> yeah. I need some support. You seem like a good girl. I, right. Let's I, get this set up. I My get, girlfriend like, doesn't support me in the slightest. I need you to, to support me through job-related things. That's so weird. That It's... I hate very it. weird. I feel I'm it's mad right now. one thing if, like, in my job... Drew worked there, so he gets it. But like a lot of people that have significant others that don't work with us or have never worked there, it's hard to like mm-hmm. tell them what's going on and then like understand. So it's one thing if you're like, oh, you know, I, I want to call and gossip with Christy about something that happened at work. One, again, doesn't have to be like a work husband or wife. It can just be a friend that you work with and that you go to happy hour that you with. You go to happy work. hour with. But and so sometimes like it's not like I'm offended when Drew's like, oh, what happened with blah 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 getting this job? Like it, that, I'm not like offended that he doesn't ask because it, it would just be too hard to explain. But like that doesn't mean he doesn't support me at my job. It's just like you might not understand, so I'd rather talk about it with someone that I work right. with. That's understandable. But I, it's not like I'm walking around being like, wow, I really need a work, you know, work girlfriend. To be my girlfriend that I can talk about stuff with because you don't it's support weird. me. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you about this. Like, there are people at work who just understand what's going on better. Guy or girl could be than your significant or other. Wife. Right. Just because you are going through the trenches with them and you need somebody to like commiserate with. But to like seek it out. And it, so that, that, in that sense, I'm like, she doesn't need to get offended that he wants a work somebody. friend. Sure. Right. But to like, Fully frame it as, like, a work wife. And then also the fact that she said he doesn't ask her about her job. Again, he probably is not going to understand because he doesn't do what you do. But anybody who has a significant other or a partner or even a friend deserves somebody to be like, hey, how's everything going? How's work going? How was your day? It doesn't have to be about, like, how was your day? Did you have a good day at work? It doesn't have to be like, what happened in the OR, Sally. Yeah. Like, I don't have to ask. Like, I, you don't need that. to ask yeah, that, me specific that, that things code, about my work. Code pink, like, how'd that go? Yeah. <laughs> no, well. <laughs> no, well. Uh, oh, no, is everything okay? Um, but, right. I totally, I agree with both of y'all. It's like, 
first of all, this should happen organically. Like you don't need to go off recruiting. Second, you can't expect your significant other to like totally commiserate with you about what's going on every day in your work life if they don't work with and you. you don't want them to do that all the time at right. home anyways. Like keep that yeah. at work. But the so fact nice. that he is, one, trying to recruit somebody, two, like telling her he needs one, and then also refusing to like ask, ask her. her. To me, the less egregious part is him being like, I need, I need somebody who understands what's going on. The like, egregious part that. is him saying, I don't want to support you through tough times <laughs> right. of your job. Like, go find your own work okay, husband. There's it's multiple like, what? egregious parts. But another one is like him specifying it's normal to want a work wife. It's normal to have work friends, mm-hmm. uh, you know, wife, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. It's not normal to be like, it's normal to have a work wife. I feel like this dude... I, they're young. They're 25. I feel like this is like maybe his first job. And like he. Joe has a work wife and he, I want one too. He like <laughs> heard the term work wife and was like, what? Yeah, like, I need one. I need one of those. Get me. Get me Is on that. on the market for a work husband? Because it's my Get me on that time. bumble for work wives. Imagine like, he gets on Slack like in the market. Anybody? Uh, what, anybody hot, uh, hot, on the pre- hot off the press in the market for a work wife. Who's free? Who wants to go to Irene's after this? Yeah, this this is a red flag to me. It is. And, and what do you do is you show him the segment of the podcast and let us whip some sense into this yeah, young whippersnapper. Say, say either I can be your home wife or... Or, Shit. or nothing. Yeah, there or, you go. Ultimatum. Hey, go find yourself a work wife, and while you're at it, find yourself a new girlfriend. Nice. Because we're out. <laughs> I'm yeah. out of here. Yeah, this I, is weird. It is weird, and I think you have to be like, what? what is your deal what here? Came home and he was like, I'm really in the market for a work wife. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, who, Brett or Randy? <laughs> it's me. I'm, Will, I'm Will's work wife. You know this. Yeah, I do know that, but like... <laughs> But it would be weird if he was like, I'm actively recruiting. We're looking to hire a uh, woman interns. Like, just, to, just to be the work wife. That yeah. is, that sounds like 1954. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. I, you got to confront him. And honestly, if he keeps us up, you got to dump his ass. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Confront him and, and say, this isn't normal. And like, don't try to tell me it's normal because it's not. It's normal to have one. It's not normal to recruit one. And it's also not normal to just like, Tell me to go fuck off and find my own. Right. So we get, so twelve hours of the day, I'm just your your regular wife or husband, and yeah. Now, then you have your other work wife, and yeah. it's you're good to go. I don't know. Just I think it's weird. Why did y'all break up? Well, here's the deal. <laughs> here's he wanted to cheat on me with a work wife. Yeah, he wanted to work. Yeah, wife. Maybe, is that what this is happening here? I don't. Like know. He's just like he's not fulfilled. I feel like he watched some like weird, like Suit. shitty <laughs> like TBS show where they Mad like Man. have a work wife. He's like, oh yeah, like no, but like a off brand one that like has bad reviews, and he's yeah, like, Suits is a morning show. show. No, I'm talking Spoiler like alert. some dumb comedy that we don't even know. King like of a, Queens. Okay, sure. Stop naming shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, shower thoughts, us Brett. That's all you had. A good do you one. have any shower thoughts? Or do you want me to just go? Well, I have one that I actually am going to Thanksgiving fi, if that's a word. Thanksgiving fi. Yeah, sure. So I had this one last week, or it was one of the ones I had last week, but I'm going to turn it into a Thanksgiving one. So my original question was, did you have a dish growing up that maybe your mom or dad made for dinner that you thought was like a totally normal thing and then you realize later on like it's that no one makes no it. one else ate it and, Ooh. and you were like oh like you got to college and you were like wait what like not everyone eats like yeah my Will, example Will has was one of these, my example right? was 
that we always ate chili mac, which is just mm. macaroni noodles with chili. with chili on top. And oh. it's not it's not what you think where it's like cheesy macaroni, it's just straight up macaroni just noodles. The noodles. Okay. And then chili on top. It's actually pretty fucking delightful. It sounds fantastic. But I didn't realize, like, one of my friends ate chili mac too, but she did, like, cheesy mac and cheese with chili. Which mm. also sounds really, delightful. really bomb. But, like, I said that to Will one time, and he was like, what? I was like, literally, okay, we would always well, make chili, Will, and then, like, Will has his own problems. Well, Will eating the, beef by Will's raw, family raw beef. They have a little thing with a little salt on it. It's with like yeah. on it. popping that, popcorn that beef. Takes the cake on the weirdos. So like <laughs> okay. no one can compare but, to that. Okay, back to I know that people have this because there's always conversations about like really weird Thanksgiving dishes that like your weird Midwestern aunt brought to the table, and you're like, uh-huh. what? Ours is, and this isn't weird, but there's a couple that we eat that I don't think that I've ever like seen anybody else make. And no one would like sign up for them on a Friendsgiving. Right. But I have made before. So one of them is, we don't have a name for it. We just call it the broccoli cauliflower dish. But what it really is, is a broccoli cauliflower Brussels sprouts mixture. Grotten situation, but Ooh, not really. Okay. It's basically broccoli cauliflower Brussels sprouts. And then you roasted. put... Ro- roasted. Or like they're kind of parboiled. And then you... Uh, put a few different types of Campbell's random cream of soups, like <laughs> cream a cream of mushroom, mushroom and a cream, cream of celery. Yeah. You mix it up, put that on, you sprinkle some cheese and bacon, you're good to go. You it's put that in the oven. It's, and it's vegetables, so yeah. it's healthy. No, it's I would not, like to try it. I would healthy. like to but try like, if we, one, The year we went healthy, we didn't make it, and Emily cried like basically the entire dinner. Emily she was, was so like, sad. that's my favorite dish. We were like, okay, well, you, Emily, should have spoken up because you don't bring <laughs> And honestly, it is like one of the best leftover dishes because like the, like, the soupy oh, and gravy. Then you get some oh. turkey in there, mm-hmm. and it just... Meshes really well. Makes a it's great. It's a good one. If we ever have a Friendsgiving, I will bring it. I will next year, and you can bring it. Okay. I would love to try it. The other one that we do is something that actually Lily is into that I, I'll let you explain it. Okay, yeah. It's like a fruit salad, but- It's a it's, Midwest fruit salad. It's There's like five ingredients. It's okay. baby marshmallows. <laughs> okay, good start. Mandarin oranges. Yeah. Crushed pineapple. Okay. Coconut. I'm very on board with this. And sour cream. And uh, sour cream like makes it kind of mixtured. And then like you congeal. top it with um, crushed pecans. Wow. And it's so bizarre. It's, and it's honestly it's, not even. I can't like it's picture very the Midwest. taste. It makes no sense. I Jules, Jules is from Illinois. That must be where it came so from. So she, her family made it. You do the, you do the. The, it like lumps together and it's good. It's a definite okay. Midwest fruit but salad. It's, but the only fruit in it is mandarin oranges from a can. I mean, and also crushed, crushed pineapple, pineapple. Right. from a can. Yeah. Wow. So we kind of okay. stopped doing it because like they, my mom would make it every year and like there'd be two scoops gone at the time. <laughs> and like me and my dad. And but so no, like, now my nieces love it. And so it, she makes it again. Because the marshmallows uh. really get the kids loving it. And like it's sweet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's bizarre. I've never met anyone that's even made anything never, close to it. No, that also doesn't have a name. It's just like the marshmallow. No, she fruit calls it salad. the fruit salad. That we're like, it's not a fruit <laughs> salad, <laughs> but it is a. It's a very Midwest thing to have like a congealed fruit situation. Yeah, I'm just looking at, Ra- I'm looking at it. Randy. I'm like, <laughs> Randy's still laughing at the Yule log joke. <laughs> 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 the dishy. Oh man. Okay, what's yours? 
I don't I don't know if I have like a a dish per se. My mom always made this sausage roll that was like unbelievable, uh-huh. but that's like more of just a, a unique dish. Yeah, but it wasn't. It doesn't have to be weird. It's just something yeah. that you're like every Thanksgiving you had it, and then you're like, wait, what? And then you yeah. go to like a friend's giving, and you're like, I'm gonna bring this, and everyone's like, the what? You're like the congealed fruit salad. There was salad. always a girl I <laughs> that would bring this like pretzel dessert thing that was like she was like y'all don't. She was from the Midwest, and she was always like, "Y'all don't eat this." And we were like, "What is that?" And it was like, pret. It was like something melted over pretzels, please, with like white know. chocolate yeah. and, but no, it I mean, wasn't it like bad. white chocolate pretzels. I don't know what it was. It was weird. Brett, tomorrow when this episode airs, yes. we need to tweet out what's your weird Thanksgiving dish, yeah, and I want okay. people to respond. I want pictures. I want to know like what crazy aunt brought it to the table mm-hmm. that you learned it from. I like love talking about this because i think it's really interesting to see one the roots of like where people come from because like i think some of the craziest shit really does come from the midwest like <laughs> i don't know florida probably has and the, there's like a lot of like yeah. southern stuff that like people like people legitimately have sweet potato pie here and like no one from the north knows what the hell we're talking about it's totally just, I have no idea. Essentially, a pumpkin what? pie. I mean, I know like mac and cheese is regional like too. A, a sweet potato oh, pie is like a pumpkin pie, but it's like made mm-hmm. with sweet like potatoes. That people didn't we call them yams. But also, oh, yeah, we do we do sweet yams. potatoes, and like I tried to, I brought up baking sweet potatoes one time at Will's house, and they were like, "Well, that's a dessert." I'm like, "Well, it's a dessert that you eat with dinner." Yeah, right, right. Because it's still like a carb aside. It is until you put the marshmallows on top, but or like or like or like or like the. The cinnamon sugar pecans. And it's yeah. also interesting to know how people eat their like potatoes or mac and cheese and stuff. Like I'm like a mashed potato. If I'm thinking Thanksgiving, mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm-hmm. But then when we did Friendsgiving, like people will bring like, you know, just roasted potatoes. And I'm like, that's not Thanksgiving potatoes. That's just yeah. roasted potatoes. Yeah. Right. Like, yes, you can have them as a side, but it's not like a Thanksgiving We never side. really had uh, mac and cheese as a Mac side and cheese, yeah, we up. didn't. We, I think I made it one year, but it wasn't like a staple in our Thanksgiving. Yeah. I, we had it because I couldn't eat meat growing up because I had a kidney disease. Mm-hmm. So I was always like the kid with mac and cheese at the kid's table, and it like kind of got just continued as a joke, and we still do it to we, this day. We sometimes do it, and also green bean casserole is not always... I some years we have it and some years we don't. Sure. Um, do you think you have ham as an option on Thanksgiving? No, that's strictly a, like a Christmas Eve dish Ooh, for me. See, I think ham. Okay. People have different names for this. I think this is a Southern thing to call it dressing versus stuffing. Stuffing. Um, yeah, stuffing. But Stovetop do you stuffing. Stuff is... call it the bird. No. Well, my grandparents used to. And they would Will's do it dad like super good. Gr- like what? my my that grandfather. Like so much work. Well, like I think he stuffs the bird and makes a yeah, like a casserole a, dish. Grandpa would like he used the whole bird. He was one of those like grew up on a farm. You don't like, waste nothing stuff. Nothing goes to waste. He ate like the turkey neck, the gizzards, the like giblets. I remember the, the giblets. Oh, Jules oh, puts oh, giblet yeah. and gravy, and it stresses oh, yeah. me. It's really like it tastes fine, but like when you're looking at it and there's mm-hmm. like the neck. Sitting in the gravy, you're like, yeah, okay, yeah. Can she we... keeps it out like on the on counter the stove all day. <laughs> like, okay, that's disgusting. Uh, grandma, she, her and grandpa would have gotten along. Yeah, yeah she's you... like, not waste, not want, not. And you're like, can you put the neck? No, away? but we want to hear about your weird casseroles that like you thought were totally normal or desserts. Some people just have weird desserts, like you know, pies mm-hmm. are obviously, but then some people have like some weird dessert casserole that they made, and I'm like, yeah, okay, that's. It's just an excuse to make that. Do you call them casseroles or hot dishes? 
casserole for sure. I think for sure. I think that's like a Minnesota thing to call What's it a like hot dish. When you put like the, uh, they're they're not like onion, but like fry. They look like the top of sushi. Like they're crispy on t- the like fried, tempura pieces. The fried onions. Is that yeah? Fried onions. Oh yeah, that's, that's green bean casserole, right? The French onion. The like the French's French fried onions. Fried onions. Oh. Yeah. Literally used to eat those out of the thing as a kid. I think I did. Too. I will say those just you know speaking of things even just having a can of those popping them in a salad delicious. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You don't need to wait. Just to the salads on Thanksgiving that gets like, you know, oh, uh, courtesy, one. courtesy. We tongs, never had so. salad on Thanksgiving. It's because Natalie's a health nut. So like, she's like, yep. and I was like, I'll bring the-, the salad. I was like, salad. She <laughs> is going to make a salad. like legit harvest salad. It's going to be good. But like, Natalie, Natalie wanted to like, n- like tone down the like condensed soup situation. And I was like, no, guess what? No, no, no. The, the greens we have on Thanksgiving are going to be like, very, very boiled to basically like mushiness no and mm-hmm. also covered in some sort of cheese she gravy She tried sauce. to say that I couldn't bring the cream. I bring the cream corn every year. And, you know, I think she's just a little jealous because it is my niece's favorite dish mm. over all of her dishes that she like slaves away. And I use canned uh, frozen corn. Duh. Yeah. I'm trying to like hand She's like, corn. you need to grill the corn and cut it off. And I was like. No. One, grilled corn isn't going to taste as good in creamed corn. Part of Thanksgiving is just having everything be like, like processed just so shit. butter. <laughs> just put butter on everything. The year that I made the broccoli cauliflower Brussels dish at yes. Will's family was the greenest thing on the table. Like everything else was like a yellow or an orange or yeah. beige. Bread. And like I, I remember his aunt being like, like, what? Who, who, invi- who invited her? She yeah. was like, it needs to no, be she, she like was very, I was like, it's literally covered in cheese and bacon. Mm. Like, and pipe down Aunt Melissa. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> I think she just was literally like shocked. She was like, wait, what? Vegetable? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. well, send us. Yeah, I don't want vegetables us. that aren't covered in some sort of sauce. Correct. Like, we're not. Again, the green beans we try to make healthy and put wrapped in, you know, green bean bunches, and it was like no Stupid. one had a single bean. <laughs> yeah, I love it. My, my only like a Thanksgiving tradition is is I am a glass of bourbon by the fire after the Thanksgiving meal and just pass out. That's the only nap I take what's every your, year. What's your like pre Thanksgiving? Do y'all do like a dinner? or Do you do a lunch? Uh, we do like the two o'clock. Yeah, we're we the do two, two o'clock two. family. Do you like? We'll always watch the Lions game. Yep. So we have, we have football is always on, but I wouldn't call it like nobody's. We're not around the TV like cheering on you watch the XYZ team. You know, it's. I think that's on too. You know what? But I, the I'm best not, one is, and I'm, I'm really watching. dipping into some Sunday scary stuff. So I'm just gonna stop yeah. what I'm saying. But the dog show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, that's a, that's a thing for sure. We only used to really sit around and watch football when it was Texas. Mm-hmm. Now they don't play on Thanksgiving, and they—they're We would always do, dog. yeah, that's true. <laughs> we would always do like games that devolved into like playing poker or euchre or something like that. Oh, that's fun. We card, tried to like, catch rays, but sometimes yeah. it got a little too. It's too competitive, and we like <laughs> want to kill each other. Shocker! Shocker! That one <laughs> um, and that'll do it for us, guys. That's a that's that'll a fun one. one. That was a uh, straight eighty minutes that just was like wow. I know. Flew by. Sorry, guys. No, I think I think people will enjoy that one. Um, subscribe to this podcast, rate it five stars, give us a review, maybe tell a friend about it. Hit the hotline number 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Mail In Podcast. Lily Betcher, where can the folks find you? 
They can find me. Oh no, I always get that sniper. At Lil Betch. Okay. L I L B O E T T C H. Nice. And I think on Twitter I'm at Lily Betch. Do you even use Twitter? Not really. Let me let me f- I'll fill you in. You are Maybe I'm L I L B O E T T C H E R. Oh, I'm Lil, at Lil Betcher. Lil Betcher. Okay, but on Insta I'm Lil Betch. Correct. Sally, where can the folks find you? Sally DeFreeze, Instagram and Twitter. I am at Schmerriman on both as well. Thank you, Randy, for on being on the ones and twos. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.